Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. Happy Thursday. The NBA is back, Mike. The league, the association (laughs) is back tonight. We will talk plenty about it, guys. Bulls on tap for our Hawks. Bulls are good. And uh, we said it, guys. We got five games to kind of get this thing rolling. Twice with the Bulls. All the teams we are going to play, including Boston. All these teams are in front of us. Toronto. And, and we're going to play a Washington team that's not terrible. They're without their star Bradley Beal, but they're, they're fighting like we are. They right? are. They're still trying to make it happen. So these are five important games. But as Nate McMillan said, one game at a time. Kayvon said, we can only play one game at a time. So tonight, that starts back up. And it's a big deal because, you know, we were just talking with Randy about this. And if you're listening to Andy and Randy today, and Nick was in for, for Andy, that there is, I think, an expectation. I mean, it, it, I, maybe it's overstated when I say there's a standard. But you can't tease me with what you showed me last year, right. how good you can be in those moments, and then this year me just sit back and go as a fan, well, you know, if we don't make the playoffs, it's okay. Well, I mean, it all started by us saying, hey, we're going to have everybody healthy. Remember how like, a narrative was? It was remember the short offseason, but you and I said, hey, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, everybody's going to be ready. Well, Reddish isn't here anymore, but everyone else is here. We didn't make the big move. And again, I, I'm glad sometimes a trade you don't make is the best move out there. But you've got to go do something. I don't like the fact we're going to start this with a gimpy John Collins, uh, Carl, for these games that you just mentioned. They're tough. Thursday, Saturday, by the way. Luckily, not, not a back-to-back to start the season. But I just, man, they've got to get things in gear. And they've teased us. That's the thing. They play down to the lower competition. Chris and you and I were handicapping the uh, final 24 games. Chris said they'll be lucky if they break 500 in these games. I know. Just because you just, in this league, we've learned you can't just sit there like pencil in W. Oh, that's a W. That's an L. And, again, I, I just – I just hope that Trey grabs that leadership mantle after reading that article on Friday. I just want somebody in that locker room to be able to, without Solomon Hill around here, who's going to do it? I mean, Nate can't keep yelling at these guys. They'll tune him out, right? Get your get your head right. Let's go play defense. Let's play four quarters. Well, Mike, you just mentioned the Trey Young article, right, in ESPN, the magazine. You guys had on the, the author of that, that uh, article last week on Friday. And, you know, you're heading into All-Star Weekend, and you're getting all this pub. 
right? You're on the cover. And I was telling Michelle this, uh, you know, when I saw the cover, it took me back to the old Iceman poster where Iceman George Gervin is sitting there on a block of ice right. with two balls. And Trey, yep. he had the goggles on. And I said, you know, this is this is this generation's version of that where people are going to remember Ice Trey. It fits the name and all the catchy phrases and the whole rubbing, you know, it's cold in here. But he's doing a hell of a job of marketing himself by the points and the things that he's doing, right? He's, he's playing at a high level. What I'm getting to, though, is you're getting all of that pub and that recognition. Now you've got to live up to it. You know, that's the thing. It's easy to be on the cover of those magazines when things are going good and people like, like you've got to continue to win and stay relevant and be in the moment. And, and that's the part. Trey is considered one of the top young stars in the league. There's no doubt about that, guys. But, again, I keep putting it in the onus on the rest of the team and, and more importantly, coaching, Mike, because Nate can't just sit there and, and not call timeouts and do the things and strategize the way he needs to if we're going to get to where we need to be. Big start of the last part of the season. I'd love to say second half, but it's really not, guys. I mean, there's 82 games. This is 24 it's like games. almost a quarter, yes. literally, yeah. So we got a lot to, uh, to find out about our team, but we're going to find out. And by the way, if for whatever reason things don't go the way that they should, like I, we don't get in the playoffs or we're, you know, in the play-in game and we end up not, not going far, this team's going to change. Travis Leak's not going to stay the course just because, well, they didn't play well, you know, last year coming off the nice run. One thing I think that will be learned, depending on how the rest of the season plays out, nothing is given to you. Everybody thought that. Clint Capella admitted it, Mike, saying, oh, you know, we came into the season and we thought we thought that, uh, you know, things would be easy. Nobody gives you anything. So let's see how it shakes out. But I do want to see how they play tonight. And I told you guys earlier, we were talking on the phone, if they don't play well tonight, Mike, I got a problem. Well, that's just it. I mean, we, we got to hit the ground running. You've, you've dug yourself a big enough hole, whether you want to blame the COVID, the other injuries that came down, which, again, which other teams dealt with. That's the thing. Other teams out there. We talked about Chicago losing ball, right? You got other guys who had to deal with injuries out there. We had to deal with COVID. We were able to cobble a team together. We probably should have just been able to have a couple games off, which other teams got. Crying over spilt milk. Got to roll. So this team's got to play. Like, we played some awful defense. We had a seven-game, what, a, uh, t- was it a ten-game home losing streak at one yeah, point? something like that. Had a terrible couple of road trips. So, I mean, th- th- it wasn't like just through hook or crook it got here. You guys put yourself in the situation by not playing fundamentally, uh, fundamentally sound basketball for four quarters. Four quarters. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Hit us up. Also find us on social media. He is Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put 'em Up. See Dukes, the radio show. It's Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Find us on the Gram, guys, as well, and across all social media platforms. Um, by the way, you, are you serious about the tall boys? Did you put them in the fridge? Yeah. So there's uh, we, we've got a lot of storage space around here, and we're reconsolidating this uh, eighth floor here. At, or ninth floor, the hell we are in Colony Square. So anyway, <laughs> we found there's like two cases of Dukes and Bell tall boys. Now, for those who don't remember, we were supposed to be in the club level at uh, Truist in Park. The club. But a small, insignificant radio station, which has never had an original idea, squashed that idea and uh, kept this out through uh, proprietary that marketing. really well out of your Thank mouth. Thank you. Uh, reason. So we've got these, but we have these tall boys, and they, had, they used to sell them at the Palm, and other bars had it, Red Door. But we've got these beers. So I put one in the fridge yesterday. Let's find out. Because when I was a kid, there was nothing about an expiration date. No. But Budweiser started the freshness dating back in the day. We do know fresh beer tastes better. But will a tall boy that's been sitting idle for over three years... 
B flat. Let's find out. Yeah, age does nothing but make things better for the most part, especially when it comes to brewing. Wine, right? yes, things that are carbonated, not necessarily. Ah! Therein lies the rub. So All we're right, find out. All right, I, yeah, I, and I do have some tall boys uh, at the house, <laughs> but I've not gone to the tall boys because they look so cool. <laughs> and you said it, we look a lot yeah. slimmer on the tall no, we boys. We do look, we look thinner on the tall I mean, boy. I can that you is know, you are true. Kind of look like studs on the tall boys, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm curious. So what time am I going to open one? Seriously, Four, we'll do it on guy talk. Four forty. We'll see what happens. All we'll right. have Paramedic standing by and in case I blew that. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Get inside out. I, I, I can't wait. Hey, man, uh, we got a lot to talk about, a lot to get into today. We will talk more about the Hawks along the way, guys. The injury, by the way, and as we mentioned, you know, tonight is Chicago. Mm-hmm. Not having John Collins and, and Chris Bo, I'm not sure what the latest update is. I know he's questionable, doubtful. I'm not sure. But my guess is, Mike, if he was limited in practice, they're not going to run him out there. If you're telling me John has to miss the next two games to play the next 20, Okay, right. I'm cool with it because those games are going to be more important as we get down to the stretch here. But is he going to be out five, six more games? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, John Collins is doubtful. Is that from Sarah K. Spencer? He's doubtful as of? As of two minutes ago from the actual official Hawks oh, Twitter. There you, you go. go. Uh, we do know that Lonzo Ball is still out and their backup of power forward Patrick Williams is out. But again, John Collins, uh, what he means in the half court. And this is just something you and I have talked about. Why are we where we are? I love the fact, again, I don't know anybody out there who doesn't like the idea that John's like, you know, when things were getting a little weird, said, hey, give me the rock. It's not like a selfish, I am the team. No, he's not being that guy. He's not going Ricky Henderson on us, but he says, I need to be a more viable part of the half-court offense. That's what I took it for. Yeah, I, I did don't, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. No, I did too. And by the way, Lou Will, questionable as well. Ankle, that's right. Hamstring. Hamstring. So, Hamstring. All right. By the way, love Lou. Love Lemon Pepper. Not the same guy. Not, not the same dude. And, That's and why I thought we might try to go for a little more, more juice at the backup point guard position. Because, as you know. Or maybe they're saving his legs, Mike. Yes. And Sharif, was it Cooper? Who's the kid down in? Uh, Sharif Cooper. He's not ready yet. No. Can shoot, can score, but he's not ready to be the guy on the floor as far as the point guard. So, yeah, I just. And remember, Lou took over. What game was it last year, guys? Was it game five or six? Remember Trey's mm-hmm. out and Lou runs the point and we win, we beat. I mean, it was great. And seen that this year. Not that he's needed to do that, but right. I just I expected more. And he's always been able to score. Lose a hometown guy, man. We love him. But, you know, I don't know if it's if it's just that the legs are old or maybe he's just not where he once was. But yeah, I'd love to get more production out of him when he's in the game. He's not giving you 30 minutes a game, but he's giving you eight, ten minutes, Mike. We got to use it, but he is questionable as well. All right, man, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929, the game. Uh, outside of, of the Hawks and the NBA getting back at it tonight, and we'll dive into some other NBA stuff because I think, Mike, we have the sixth easiest schedule from a percentage wise playing teams, you know, non playoff teams, et cetera. I don't know if that matters. You still got to go win. You know, for example, the Lakers have the hardest schedule moving forward over the next 24, four, four, five saying, games. I, I mean, to me, you and I said, well, we're six. We thought it was the sixth hardest, but. Again, if you play down to your level of competition Doesn't or, matter. you know, you've got some injuries that they always seem to crop up. Let's, let's first things first. Not, everybody can stay healthy starting with J.C. getting better. Let's hope so. All right. Uh, the other thing is, uh, as we'll dive into today, um, a guy on Twitter, find us again at Mike Bell ATL, put him up, see Duke, hit us up and was like, did you guys know? Yes, we know Matt Ryan's cap hit is the largest in the NFL. We've been explaining this to you guys. Again, I was like my dad. We've been trying to explain this to you guys for three seasons. We have. And this is why when we said, and I said to Steve Weiss, and Steve Weiss says there'll still be some ways to move some things around yesterday when I said we got no money. You should have hit him with how? How, how Sway? How, Sway? How, how are we going to get money? How? How are the Falcons going to do anything? So, but I just feel that uh, it's something that you and I have had a grasp of, and I know that some Falcon fans, and look, 
Every fan out there roots in his own special way. Nike, Carl. Google. <laughs> How? How, Sway? How, Steve? But, I mean, so we've, we've talked about, you know, fans that are like, well, I believe that we're going to the Super Bowl next year. Well, again, that's that. We love your enthusiasm and hope springs eternal, but we're a, not a very good football team. The good news is it's not a very good division next year. Yeah. I think you can still cobble together 10 wins. I think you can win three more games this next season. I do too. And and then, but the big picture and the big moves come down the road. All right, guys. It's Which Deuce is nothing nobody wants to hear. No, no. But, I mean, we saw that. Mike and I both laughed today. Because <laughs> Did you guys realize? Yes, yes, we did. And when I tweeted it, people literally, it's almost like, what? <laughs> hey, George Campbell's on the way. We'll talk Atlanta United in about 20 minutes. When we come back, headlines here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Halfway. Oh, man. It's Dukes and Bell. Uh, Mike and I were in here talking because we're worldly. Um, and last night, I got to tell you guys, uh, we were texting when this whole thing broke out in Ukraine, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. I mean, it's, it's news, and it's what's going on around the world, but Mike and I were just talking about it, and just to be quite frank with you, you know, the last thing I want, Mike, uh, moving forward for our country right. is for us to be involved in, a, in another mm. war. Um, obviously, we'll see how things play out, but Mike and I, you know, again, we talk about politics. We talk about all these different things. A lot of stuff we don't bring on the air because uh, this is not the place. But we do share with you real life issues and things that go on, just as we did in 2020, uh, and, and all the things that went happen with COVID and social justice. We talk about what's really happening. So that's many, 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 right. many miles away. And I get it. And for most people, they're like, "It's over there," and I don't mm. care. But we are all connected, and all it takes is one little thing, Mike. Yeah, to, for this thing to jump off even bigger. And that's, the, you know, I mean, again, just big picture. It, I was talking to you last night. It just, you thought when you got older, and again, I don't know how it is for younger folks out there, guys in your 20s, but, you know, I'm 53. I thought when I got older, things were going to get better. You know, I thought we'd have less stress. <laughs> I didn't, who ever envisioned the pandemic, and now you got a situation where you've got the biggest serious military threat in Europe, and, you know, since World War II. You know, in your timeline. And again, and then for purely selfish reasons, anybody who's checked their 401k oh, today, even the market's in the tank and, you know, gas prices are going to be going through the roof. All connected, Mike. It's, and that's part of it. So, I mean, that's why, again, it's, 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 we, we have real world conversations on this show. And I'm not going to lose. I mean, it's, I stayed up till three in the morning last night. So, yes, I technically, I did lose sleep over yeah. this thing last yeah. night. Yeah. But it, it really is. It is a scary, scary world we're living in, brother. So, uh, we were talking about that and just sharing with you guys because we know, again, it, it is water cooler talk. It's Facebook and wherever else you're on social media. People right. are talking about it and, and we keep it real with you guys. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929 The Game. Coming up, George Campbell's going to join us. I asked you the other hmm. day about the expectations for Atlanta United. For those who missed Darren Ills, we're going to replay that later in the week, actually, tomorrow as we get ready for Sunday and the opener against KC, uh, Sporting KC. But I don't know, maybe it's just because of all the new faces. I was kind of going through the roster today. I know, you know, a couple of our designated players may or may not be available. I get that. But just looking at the new faces and, and the makeup of the new roster, Mike, yeah, there are guys we know. Miles Robinson, you know, Guzan, he's still here. Uh, uh, you know, Martinez is healthy. But for some reason, I'm like, Okay, this is a nice mix right. that they've put together. Now, how it's going to play on the on the pitch, I don't know, guys. I don't know how good we'll be. I'm not going to sit here and predict, you know, we're going to go win another MLS Cup but and add three trophies along the way. But I do kind of feel good. And, and can I say this too, Mike? Kind of glad Barco's gone. 
You know what? I, it's funny because we were just starting to get the production out of the dude last year, and he was starting to really fit all the things yeah. we thought he was going to do. Look, he was part of a championship. He was. You know, he was part of that thing. You can't argue that. So, I mean, even though we didn't get him over there to Europe the way we thought we were going to make big money off the guy, but I will say this. I'm really stoked for Sunday because we've got three or four. We've got three guys that would be hard to match up with. I mean, if, we, if we're doing what we need to be doing, I really do. And again, how many years do you and I said, maybe we get back to the old Atlanta United, which is we win matches, mm. some of them 4-3, which is kind of fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Ideally 4-0, but I mean, I, I just think we're going to have a lot more, hopefully, shots on goal and some of them going into goal, and people will be really excited about the brand of soccer. I hope so, too. All right, guys, more to dive into. George Bellows on the way. Chris, turtle behind the glass. Bo Morgan, executive producing. Let's! Get some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Quick on the button there. Man, almost ran over me, Chris. Hey, uh, Kevin Herter talked about digging out of a hole and how deep that hole is. Can't make it any deeper. Yeah, we have, uh, we got no more time to to dig ourselves holes. I think we've done that a couple times this year. Lost you know, four or five games in a row where yeah, we put ourselves in a pretty bad position and yeah, we don't have time to do that, but if we can stack wins and put together a streak or two to end the season, um, yeah, we're going to be right there in the mix where we need to be. Can I get Kayvon? Can mm. I get Kayvon, please? Not Kevin. Kayvon is who I'm going to need over the next 24 games. Tonight, DeMar DeRozan, guys. Uh, and DeMar, again, all-star, ranks third in the NBA in scoring, 28 a game. Trey Young is fourth at 27.8. Listen, they're both right there. I mean, they're both great players. But uh, the Bulls are 23 and 13 in the Eastern mm. Conference in Eastern Conference games. Mike, that's the difference. They've owned their conference games. We have not, which is why we find ourselves in, in the 10th spot. So we've uh, kind of, you know, how many times you and I have probably had about 400 of these conversations over the season where we go, it's this, it's that, it's the half court, it's defense, it's ball distribution, <laughs> you know, it's balanced scoring, it's John Collins in the half court. Well, to be quite honest, guys, it's all of that. And it's Nate using his rotations, and hopefully Nate doesn't do anything screwy, too, here in these next couple of games. It's going to be at Tagalog. It sounds like Gallinari obviously have to step up for Johnny at least uh, tonight. All right, man, uh, as we talk about the NFL and the offseason, it's a story that hopefully gets resolved sooner than later. Aaron Rodgers keeps talking about he will let the team know what he wants to do, where they're going to go. Brian Gutekunst is the general manager for the Packers. He was asked about the potential of a Rodgers trade. Brian, if Aaron comes to you and says he, he wants to trade, are you going to be any more willing to trade him than you were last offseason, or are you still saying you're not trading him? Yeah, no, Matt, we're, those are kind of some hypotheticals. I don't think we're going to go down those roads right now. Is that a no? Is that a yes? Or is that a what is I'm that? not talking about it right now? Play it again real quick. Yeah, no, Matt, we're, those are kind of some hypotheticals. I don't think we're going to go down those roads right now. A trade is hypothetical? How? I mean, a trade is as realistic as anything if you're going to get a huge return right. for Aaron Rodgers. Right. Th- this is how, how, Sway. <laughs> this is the reality of where we're at. I mean, I don't understand what Gunnikins is talking about. Well, I mean, this goes back to, and man, doesn't the Jordan Love trade look stupid? I mean, uh, draft pick looks stupider and stupider. Yes, it does. You know, I mean, uh, they, dumb they, and dumber. They don't seem to have confidence in him. They want to get draft. I mean, it's, it's at least what I've read in the Milwaukee paper. It sounds like they don't believe in him necessarily. Uh, he had one small, again, tiny sample size. One game didn't impress anybody. But 
Yeah, this is so bizarre because now, I mean, what, what? by the way, what's the ask going to be for the Aaron Rodgers? Let's just say hypothetically, and we'll talk more about this next hour, but Denver, what are you going to give? What do you want? You're going to give a first rounder and a second rounder or a first rounder and next year's first rounder? Yeah, something to that. That I mean, listen, for the what Packers. Do you got? I mean, Denver's going to have to give yes. something big. Yeah, and, and for and if I'm, if I'm the general manager of the Packers, i got to think about the biggest return I can get if the guy doesn't want to be there. So, uh, hypotheticals, come on, B. What are you talking about? Hey, meanwhile, uh, Mike, I got to ask you about uh, a story you brought up. I keep seeing these various stories about Phil Mickelson and now <laughs> the challenge that he's going to have with the PGA. Right. So where does this go? Are you telling me Phil's not playing in the Masters in April? Well, Phil's going to take some time off, but I would imagine he'll start stretching out about a week or two before the Masters and maybe playing something. Here's the deal. For those who don't know the timeline, Phil does an interview with a guy. I, I, for some reason, Phil thought he was off the record where he goes, Oh, yeah, this other tour, billions of dollars. We can make a fortune, man. PGA will will leverage this. These guys, but it's run by Saudi Arabia. Man, those guys are nuts. Those are some crazy SOBs over there, man. They, they killed that guy, and they're nuts. But, uh, but I mean, hell, but I still get in bed with them. I'll take the leverage. money. I'll take the money. We can leverage this against the PGA. So, yes, Phil seems greedy, insensitive, and everything else. And then he loses KPMG as his big title sponsor. I think Phil just does a timeout until the Masters, and he shows up. Because the so. average master, Masters golfer... Still gonna love if you love Phil. You're still gonna love Phil. If you don't like Phil, it's just further proof you don't like Phil. Yeah, and, and there right. Is, I mean, he and, is what he is. And there is a, a faction of the the people who will hear whatever he said or read whatever he said and go, kind yeah. of agree with him. Yeah, and, and right. I would go on a limb and say the majority of the patrons would just love to see Phil either way. Yeah, I just uh, he did issue an apology. He's given all his sponsors the option to either pause, which I love, basically don't go away. I just just chill for a minute, or uh, to get out of the relationship. But you know, no. And as I said, I mean, KPMG they've paid, I mean, millions upon hundreds of millions of fines, Carl, for all sorts of unethical deals that they've done. And so it's just kind of funny to see them. Oh, the indignation! We're going to pull our sponsorship from Phil. But Phil, bottom line is he stepped in it, and this this tour. Well, when you call the PGA greedy. Yes, and then you go out there and say that these guys are basically the worst sons of guns on the planet, but you still get in bed with them just to leverage more money out of the PGA. Yeah. It just, and I do think there's a resentment on tour because you've seen a lot of young golfers on tour speak out against Phil. So it is interesting, a little bit behind the curtain there on the tour. Uh, yeah, Rory, Justin Thomas, John Rahm, and others voiced their support for the PGA Tour. Um, Tiger, obviously, also. I just remember Tiger when they asked him about this, and this wasn't even recently. I think this was the first time he spoke after the accident, and they were asking him about this, and he was like, you're chasing history. He didn't say himself, but he meant, obviously, Jack and the things that he's been able to do. If you want to be a part of that, you don't go to another league, right, or or another, you know, golf association, whatever you want to call it, and then try to make that out to be the next best thing. Right. Um, but either way, I think most guys are going to stay. It doesn't matter. But this is a black eye for Phil. And I only see, you know, all, how does Phil deal with this? What's next? Mm. We're going to see. Hey, man, uh, we'll talk more about this in the Blitz and when we do our Falcon report. But does it give you pause, Carl Dukes, that the uh, Falcons have added to their scouting department a guy who uh, has made one of the more infamous draft picks? And, again, first-round picks are obviously always more impactful. And if you botch it, you're going to get a lot of heat. He did draft a ton of great defensive players of the Bears. I'm talking about Ryan Pace, hired yeah. by the Falcons. He's going to be part of the uh, the staff, the scouting staff, and be part of the personnel department. So this is how I would describe it to you. He took Trubisky over Deshaun Watson. He ultimately. did. He did. Um, Terry Fontenot is going to have the final say. But Terry Fontenot also wants other guys in the room who have experience in doing this and maybe getting suggestions and understanding what that means. 
when the draft is done, Mike and I are not going to sit here and tell you that was Ryan Pace's pick. We're going to sit here and tell you that was Terry Fontenot's pick because Terry Fontenot's the general manager. I don't think Ryan Pace comes in and has that kind of influence. But, Mike, back to where we're at in the world, listen to the people who know. Listen to the people who've done it, right? If, if the president doesn't listen to what, what is being said about the people who know Ukraine, et cetera, mm-hmm. then we might go down a bad road. Same thing applies. I think you have people in the room who've done it, and you take their advice, and you make your picks. I hope he's able to help us. I hope Ryan Pace comes in here and is a good sounding boy. Hey, I mean, look, I get it. We said this, uh, and the guy was a general manager. He ran the Bears for seven seasons, seven drafts. So you're going to have some stinkers. It's just when you're at the top, and we just the, because we are going to be looking for a quarterback, Carl, at some point in this organization, it just kind of gets people going, eh, what? Yeah, I get it. All right, man. And by the way, I, I, I didn't – I thought Ryan Pace probably should have been let go two years ago along with the head coach at the time. But, you know, they kept their jobs, and now it's played out. But that doesn't make him a bad guy. One bad decision, though, it, it, it kind of seems like uh, all the decisions are wrong, and they weren't. Hey, coming up, George Campbell's going to join us. We'll talk Atlanta United with George about Gonzalo Pineda, the new additions, and more next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We got our first match on Sunday against Sporting KC. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And we had a chance to talk to uh, Darren Eels earlier in the week, and now we bring you George Campbell who joins us on the WadeFord.com hotline. George, what's going on, man? How you feeling? I'm good. How are you? Man, we're doing great. We're excited about the, the start of this thing. I mean, I know you guys played some friendlies, and I'm just curious, what do you think as far as the new faces and what you've seen thus far with this edition of Atlanta United? You know, I think it's been a good preseason overall. I mean, you know, of course, like you said, with a lot of new faces, but I think as we as we've gone on, We've gotten a lot better and, and better communicating, understanding each other. And I think it's going to be a really exciting year. I mean, I think we're, we're ready for the first game, and, and we really have a good understanding of each other now. It is our man. We'll say our man, George Campbell, came up through at ATL2, Atlanta United 2. And now, obviously, as Carl asked, man, we got a, it looks like on paper, George, it, we got a lot of guys going to attack. And for the, for the in layman's terms, it looks like on defense, you're going to be a lot of guys handling the ball that are going to be really tough to match up with, especially now that Joseph's 100%. Would that be accurate? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're really, uh, you know, I think we picked it up a notch uh, since the last two seasons. And I think, you know, everybody healthy and, and ready to go, you know, it's going to be really hard for other teams to, to handle us. You were in uh, Guadalajara? You went down there? Sorry? sorry? You went to Guadalajara? Oh yeah, yeah. How was it, man? Talk about the trip. What what was uh, what was it like? It was it was very intense. You know, it was a, a little bit of altitude there. Mm. It was hot, sun, and uh, you know, long sessions. But you know, it was a it was a grind. But you know, the necessary grind to to really get ready for the season. I mean, we got we got fit. Uh, we got some good games in. Really good challenges, and um, a lot of a lot of good team bonding there. I think that was one uh, one thing that that's really going to help us all year long is the team bonding part. I mean, we really, you know, stuck together. We, we all talked to each other, all uh, communicated. So I, overall, it was a fantastic two weeks. Mm. And, uh, you know, I would, I would never be shy of going back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it seems like in you know, the second year, as you said, you guys have done it. And we're talking with George Campbell, guys, uh, center back for Atlanta United here on the waitfor.com hotline. Do you like Pineda? It just seems like – I know for a player it's tough because you guys have been going through coaches, team managers like socks over there. But it seems like Pineda's a really good fit. Yeah, yeah, great fit. You know, he, he's a really good uh, coach. He, he tries to enforce a lot of not rules, but but you know things he ideas he likes to likes to see on the field, and you know gives us the the freedom to to kind of produce it. And uh, you know he, he really gels the team together as well. I think that's something we've needed in the past few years, and I think he's done it really well. George Campbell, uh, our guest guys, Atlanta United getting ready for Sporting KC. What do you know about those guys, by the way? Have you already? Uh, I'm sure you guys have watched some tape, maybe seen, you know, what to expect going into Sunday's match. Yeah, we've done video, and um, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff you can do to prepare, but there's also you know stuff that you don't know how they're going to come. Maybe we don't know our their lineup. Um, you know, we have some players who've played them multiple times, but we know you know they're gonna they're gonna come ready. They're flying. You know, they're ready to press. They have really good, dangerous players on their wings. But, um, you know, overall, we, we always say it's about us, you know. So, I think, I think as long as we do our part and, and play how we want to play, I think we can, we can dominate the game. Yeah, man, we just want to – I mean, it's funny, George, we said earlier to start the show today, we're like, I want my old United back. And by that, I mean, we, we, you know, we're fans and we want offense, man. We want some action. And I think last year, Joseph, you know, he, had a hell of a, he did a hell of a job. We made the playoffs. But could you notice the difference this year with Joseph? It just looks like he's back to his old self. Yeah, obviously it was it was terrible when he um, when, when he suffered his injury, but I think he's he's gotten progressively better and healthier, and you know I I really think he's uh, ready to score some more goals this year for us, and as our as our other players, you know, I think everybody's really uh, you know ready for the season to start and prove themselves. All right, Carl, let's go technical. We're gonna go over the top. All right, are we gonna use the wings? How are we gonna how are we getting after it, man? Are we gonna use the speed element? What's the attack gonna look like? A lot of a lot. I think a lot of combination play. A lot of passes in behind. Uh, you know, one twos around the box, and I think you know overall we can we can be a threat in any any way, shape, and form. You know, whether it's one ball in behind from the center back, you know the the players up top combining with one twos, uh, you know striking from 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 free free kicks, set pieces. I think we've got it all. Cool. 
What's uh, what's it going to take in, in for you to have the kind of breakout year that we expect you to have? What have you been working on specifically? What do you think you need to improve on as we head into the season? Um, you know, I just think being confident uh, when building out. I think that's always been you know a personal you know main thing that I like to do. Um, how I enjoy the game is, is just being confident and trying to really play out the back and and help my team play the the best way possible. And also, um, you know, communicating. I think that's one thing that whenever Brad's behind me, you know, he emphasizes the coaches as well, just communicating and being more organized in the back, being a leader. I think those two things uh, go a really long way, whichever team you play for and, you know, however they want to play. I think those two things is, is something that, you know, I, I try to do a good job at and I can even improve more to, you know, get more minutes this year and, and hopefully, you know, more the next year. Right. I mean, George Bell. And by the way, do you have a, do you have a good friendship with George because he's on his way to Germany? How excited are you for him to get over there? Yeah, I was I was super happy for him. I have a, I have a great friendship with him. I mean, we, we've been, um, you know, around each other for a while now with Academy. Mm-hmm. We've played a few first-team games together. And, uh, you know, I've talked to him almost every day since he's been there. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been good for him to get there. You know, sad for him to go, but, you know, I'm really happy for him. Mm-hmm. And I uh, hope he does well. Yeah. Well, it's going to be fun, man. We appreciate the time today. You stopping by. Looking forward to Sunday. Yeah. Good luck with everything uh, as the season progresses, man. We're sure we'll have you back on a few different times as we go through this. But uh, let's go, man. George, appreciate you. All right. No problem. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. You got it, man. Yeah. And again, he will get it. He will get more minutes. Remember, he's only 20. I know. Part of the homegrown, you know, again, they have the homegrown players and he played with Atlanta United, too. He's getting bigger. That's almost, I was going to, I don't want to sound like an idiot and go, have you gotten taller? But he's gotten, he's, he's growing up, man. He's hit his growth spurt. He's at 6'2. Him and Miles, and you think about some of the guys are going to be asked, you know, and Miles obviously is one of the best in the league. But now without George, there's some other guys going to have to step up. I, um, and, you know, he's got a cool story. Bello had a cool story. I mean, the, this is kind of what Mike and I, the part where you wish you could see these guys as they come up and then they stay, Mike, and, and you get a chance to watch them a lot longer. It's just not the recipe for Atlanta United as they continue to develop guys and, you know, the transfer fees and Mike and how this thing works. But, yeah, man, I, I'm excited to see what George is going to do. I think this is going to be a breakout year for him. You know, that's why I asked him about that. This, I think he gets a sense of what's expected of him. He talked about confidence. You know how you get confidence? you got to play. Right. So if he gets more minutes, Mike, maybe that's the thing for, for him to get going. But again, guys, up front, once Almada, if you missed it, we talked to Darren Eels, uh, was it yesterday? Almada's got the visa issues. And again, it's not like he, again, I don't want the supporter groups to think he's done something wrong. It's just simply how the State Department is processing visas and the, the backlog with COVID and everything else. But if, once he's ready to roll, you think about all the different Araujo, all the guys who can really, you know, really kind of force the issue and use their athleticism. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line as we got a chance to uh, to talk to George there. and More United conversation as we head towards the weekend, guys. First game. And, by the way, the stadium is completely open. Uh, Darren Neal said all they're going to open it up to full capacity. So, Mike, I know there's some tickets available, but, you know, a lot of people looking for something to do on Sunday. It's a great way to go check out the team and see what we've got. Plus, you know, it's first match. And right. I, I, I'm hoping, Mike, you said it, get the buzz back. Get the buzz back through scoring, scoring chances, more shots on goal, all the things that we want to see. I'm hoping that's the case. I mean, that's the thing we talk about, you know, and it's to quantify it like we were saying this before the show. Falcons have had, you know, big buzz in this town. Right now, there's not much buzz with the Falcons. It's going to require some big, you know, we love what we've got with Kyle Pitts, but there's a lot of question marks. And there's, you know, a little bit of uncertainty about where we're at. And then people saw that uh, tweet today that was put out there, and I forget who did it, that uh, mentioned that, you know, what Matt's real cap hit was. Field Yates put it out there. And you and I, we started the show talking about it. And people look at that number and say, wow, 
even if you split it up and you and you spread it out over a couple of seasons, Matt has an enormous cap hit of over forty-two million dollars. It's the most expensive cap hit in the, in the NFL this season. So that that's one area where it's going to take some real massaging, you know, from Fontenot to Carl. And again, let's hope we knock the draft out of the park. Hawks had buzz. We want to get that buzz back. You know, United had buzz. We want to get it back. And the only guys who got buzz and maintained it is Atlanta. And if these idiots down there in Jupiter don't straighten things out, Braves will be champions for another season. Yeah, Braves definitely have it. Speaking of that, we're going to talk more about the Braves and Freddie coming up next hour, uh, actually in the 4 o'clock hour, as we'll head to New York. I know there are a lot of rumors out there in regards to Freddie and, and what, don't the, say it. Yeah, well, what, the, what the Yankees may do. Um, we're going to talk to an insider who knows exactly what the Yankees are looking for. Um, I keep seeing the stories, and I keep telling you guys until any, nothing, nothing's changed. So it's all speculation at this point, but I have to believe that Freddie's going to be back. That's where I'm at right now, Mike. If you were to ask me, what, where am I at? What, what corner are you going to? You're going right or left? Left mm. is he's leaving, right is he's staying. I'm going right. I'm going to say he's staying, he's going to be here, and I think the Braves are going to overpay. That's where <clears> I'm at right now. I, and I say that because I think they're going to be forced to overpay. Not that they want to, right. but if you're saying, well, how much are they going to overpay? They're not going to give him $300 million. But if you're telling me he's want, that they offered 135 and he wants 170 I think he's going to get it. I just think the Braves, knowing that we're going to have – when does that Universal DH get ironed out, by the way? Amongst the other things they got to figure out. I know. But, I, I mean, we're presuming we've been told that Universal DH, what, two more years? What are we talking about? Two weeks, I should say. That's right. It's really loud to talk back in my ear. But yeah, uh, two weeks ago they ironed it out, so that's in place. So, so sorry, I did not know that. Thank you for correcting me, Bowen. Now I'm deaf in this left ear. I heard but, that over here. By yeah, the way. but as far as the uh, you know baseball going forward, that kind of validates those last couple of years. If you're worried that you'd be stuck with a guy, you know, and Pujols, I guess, is a cautionary tale for what Artie Moreno paid for the Angels back in the day. No, it is. Um, Albert was past his prime, still made a lot of money, could still hit. I mean, he was on a team we ended up beating in the playoffs. Right. I mean, you know, the Dodgers. That's so. right. So it's one of those things where you can't extend your career with the universal DH, but I just think you want, you know, in this window, let's say we've got four more years, right, with a young and healthy Ronald Acuna coming into his prime and Freddie and the offense you have right now with Riley and Ozzy. Okay, that's what you want to capitalize on. I'm not thinking about year six of that contract. More on that coming up. When we come back, apparently there are offers on the table, but their general manager says he's not listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.